Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Hi, this is my Bible. Uh, when it started off, it was probably about half as thick as that, that the, uh, the pages have all swelled over decades. This is its third binding, and uh, it's an old friend of mine. Um, I can find stuff in this Bible that I can't in any other because I just know where it is on the page. Um, it's, a, it's a translation that makes sense to me, and I enjoy it, and I love it, and it's my friend. How to get started with the Bible? I'd suggest, seriously, if you want to just start to take those extra steps, buy a book. You can get all sorts of good apps on the phone and on your computer. That's great. Listen, it's probably just me being really old school. I reckon books give you something back that a blinking digital page doesn't. So go ahead and, you know, get one. Now, which one do you get? There's all sorts of different translations. So you need something that makes sense to you. So if your English isn't real good, uh, there's one called the Good News Bible. Grab that. It's designed for people, actually it's designed for people for whom English was a second language. I think there's another one that's pretty good for that. It's called the Passion Translation. And these are just nice, uh, simple English versions. Um, if you sort of want to get, um, I don't know, less of the sort of technical good translation and more of the meaning of the thing, there's one called The Message. The Message is not really a translation. It's sort of a, he's, he's turned it into much more contemporary uh, thought forms in English. It's still good, by the way. And if you read it, you'll get the hang of it for sure. But The Message is that one. A lot of people start there. It's not a, not a terrible place to start. Um, I like uh, one called The Jerusalem Bible. It's just sort of a nice balance of, a really good, you know, scholarly stuff because you know, I've got a degree in this stuff. I'm supposed to like that, and uh, and a good read. Then you get others that are really designed almost for the, the scholars, you know, the people who want to make sure that that word means that and this is, and those would be things like the Revised Standard Version, um, the New International Version. Um, there's one that's a bit more um, contemporary than new, I think it's the New American Standard Version. But look, there's a whole lot of different translations of the Bible. They'll say the same thing, by the way. But it's just trying to put it into words that, you know, different groups of us might understand. So get onto your Bible app and, you know, read one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke or John. I'll show you that in a moment. And just read it in a few different versions and get the hang. I like that one. That one just rang my bells like... I got it when I read it there. So then go and, and buy a book, all right? And uh, I'll give you a clue. A lot of people scribble all over their Bibles and do that. Um, I have done that with Bibles. I've got some that I've actually had to throw out because they got so they were paperbacks and I wrote in them so much. And so this one's got almost nothing written in it because it became my forever friend. And so I, I, uh, I've just kept that one nice and clean and... Um, and I've just allowed God to, you know, write stuff on my heart. I figure if it's that important, I'll probably remember it. But, um, yeah, work out. And look, there's no rules about that. Some people just learn better by writing, you know, highlighting things, writing stuff in margins, whatever you like. Um, some people think it's just too too holy for that. I don't. 
think the Bible is is just a book at that point. It's it's you know what matters isn't what's written in the Bible. It's what matters is what God writes on our hearts. And the Bible is one of the really most powerful ways He's got to get a whole bunch of stuff to us really quickly that we can write in our hearts. And uh, there's a lovely bit in the Bible actually in in um, one of the prophets who says, you know, there'll come a day when we won't say to each other, learn to know the Lord, Lord anymore. And, and it won't even be written down anywhere. It will be written in our hearts. That's where we've got to get to. So not, you know, what you can quote in your head or even what you can read in the book. It's what's written in your heart. It's that thing that's become part of you. That stuff that you just know, just is. That's how the world works. That's how I work. This is the basis of life. This is what God's like. That stuff that gets down into our guts. That's what really matters, and that's what you want out of your Bible. Now, in terms of where to start, I'm going to make a really strong suggestion. If you've been watching some of these, you'll know Jesus is the key to absolutely everything in God. Uh, we are Jesus' people. Now, I'm just trying to find the bit. Okay, that bit there, that's what's called the Old Testament. That's everything leads up to Jesus. A lot of stuff there, right? This bit is what's called the New Testament. Starts with the stories about Jesus himself and then goes through. So the first, now, and, and I'm going to encourage you to start, get to know this, the New Testament bit, really, really well. Um, and you know, as somebody said, you know, I didn't even know there were two bits in the Bible. There was an old bit and a new bit. And the new bit's 2,000 years old. Uh, well, that's it. Start with this. It's the most relevant stuff to us. So the first four um, books in this are what are called Gospels. They're the stories of Jesus. Go there first. By the way, if you start with Matthew, which is the first Gospel, skip. There's a big list of names. Uh, it meant a lot to the people who it was written for, not so much to us. And if you try to read it, you'll just fry your brain. So skip to the end of the list of names and start there. Uh, there, there are four of them. They're all written for a different purpose, for a slightly different audience. Someone described it, you know, if something happens at an intersection and there are four witnesses, one on each corner of the intersection, they all will have seen the same thing from a different perspective. That's what those four books are. They're the, the four witnesses on the different sides of the intersection. That's where you get to read what Jesus actually said. That's what you get, the memories of the guys who were with him, what he got up to. Fantastic. It's like a road movie. Get on the road with Jesus. Um, then after that, there's this book called Acts. That's fantastic. That's where the church got started. That's the beginning of our story. And that's the story we're still writing today. Okay. And it's all about how they got hold of this Jesus thing and, and how it exploded out to become a global phenomenon that made Jesus the most famous person in history and the Bible the biggest selling book in history. How did that happen? From 120 frightened people hiding in a room to a global movement. And it tracks that. How did it move from being part, a cult, a sect in the Jewish religion to become its own thing and become so huge that people from every race and every culture could adopt it as their own? It's that story. That's Acts. Fantastic stuff. And um, yeah, the more you learn about that, the more fun it becomes. Then there's a bunch of letters. And these are written from guys who were there. And they're writing to the people who are trying to follow them as they follow Jesus and trying to sort out the questions they get asked about morality, about what God is like, about what we should do to worship God, about 
how we should live, what should our communities look like. People are saying bad things about us. How do we answer them? All that sort of stuff. It's just fantastic. And look, the first read, you'll get a whole lot out of it, really. Honest to goodness, you will just get ah so much good stuff out of those letters. But the more you learn about the guys who wrote it, why they wrote it, who they wrote it to, what the question was, the more you go far out. This stuff has really got some teeth. And it's, I'm, yeah, I, like I said, I got a degree on this stuff a long time ago. I'm still reading the Bible. This is incredible. All right. And then there's the last book is a thing called the Book of Revelation. Um, in another playlist, you'll find um, the notes on the Book of Revelation. That is a book, Fair Dinkum. You simply can't just read it and work it out. It just is not. It was actually written to hide its meaning from people who would have killed people who were carrying a copy of it. So it's it's written in a code. It's written to try to deceive what its real intent is. And, uh, and we've got some notes in another playlist if you want to go there. But don't start there, whatever you do. Please start with the Gospels, the stories simply about who Jesus was from when he was born to when he rose again and when he went back to heaven. Okay, So that's just a little bit about practically where to start, what to do. Um, just let it... Take it at its own pace. There'll be a lot of stuff you don't get. You can read like whole slabs of it. You can sit down and, you know, for a couple of hours and just read one of those Gospels. Or um, what you'll probably find is uh, your Bible will probably look a bit like mine. Um, uh, let me find some. Yeah, I don't know if you can see that, but there's sort of um, these little heading bits, you know. So if you want to, another way to do it is just read one of those at a time, slowly repeatedly get it in your mind imagine it sort of watch it like a movie and then start praying about it and saying jesus what tone of voice did you have when you said that what did you mean you know and notice things and and, and that too you'll find a whole bunch of really great stuff will happen anyway look i hope that's that'll get you started anyway but the big thing about the bible is for god's sake just read it you know just let's stop talking about it and actually read the thing let it defend itself a bit and let it become to you what it has become to me, a just well of Holy Spirit-inspired stuff that keeps leading me deeper and deeper in Jesus. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.